What's up, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Straightforward with Miss B. And welcome back, man. Welcome back to um, the podcast. As you know how we get started around here, just grab your vices, chill. And we about to get into some things, you know, we're going to keep it live, raw, and direct. And today I have a a guest, I guess you would call it a co-host of mine that is here today. And um, he's going to join us and, and talk about some things. But welcome to my homeboy, my friend for a for a very, very, very long time. Um, I got A G. What's up, G? What's up? Hey man, how y'all doing out there in the world? <laughs> y'all hear that country accent? He's straight from Birmingham. Birmingham, Beham, Alabama. That's how we used to say it back in the day. <laughs> oh yeah, and love every minute of Love it. Right. Love so it down here. Yeah, so if you guys have, you know, you're not familiar with people from the South that have very uh, strong dialects. Um, yeah, so, you know, he's going to be here. And um, he's a, a country boy, a true country boy, but he's my friend. And like I said, this podcast, I want to, you know, just kind of give, you know, people an opportunity that is, you know, just our good, good, law-abiding citizens you know regular people out here in the world that is um you know doing good for themselves and keeping them and themselves their families afloat also just giving them an opportunity as well and you know as you know some of you may know you know I, I like to talk shit and I talk shit most of the times with my friends so I want to bring my friends on here so yeah so let's get started let's get started all right, so usually, um, you know, talk about my weekend, and I don't know what you had going on this weekend, AG, but for me, I didn't really have a lot. I did get the opportunity. It wasn't on this weekend. It was more like earlier part of this week. Celebrated a friend of mine's birthday, so happy birthday, Kim, if you hear this. Love you so much, and Kim also um, went to uh, college with us at Alabama State. And and you said what? You you guys grew up together, right? Oh, uh, well you could say that. We know when she was my next door neighbor, you know one of them next door neighbors you just see them when they come home at, at night. Oh my <laughs> god. <stay> <laughs> so was Kim coming home at night or was you coming home at night? Um, both of us, I mean not coming home at night. We talking about the families like Oh, okay. I'm like, what? <laughs> Like, she didn't go to school with me or anything. They just moved over there, and she might go to school on another side of town. You don't go to the neighborhood school, you know? Oh, okay. So we didn't actually grow up at each other, but we did know each other because we stayed next door to each other. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay, that's cool. Well, y'all, you know, I always liked people from Birmingham, for some reason, you guys, you know, just, I don't know. It's just something about y'all oh, that truth, I like. You ain't going to get no better. Child, whatever. <laughs> what you now you hyping it up for your city, but I get it. I get it. I get it. You got to you gotta stay down to where you come from. So I understand that. Um, my weekend, like I said, I 
Kim's birthday. Um, what else did I get? Oh, I had to get always got things around the house that I need to do and and stuff like that. And I don't know how it is with you and your wife, um, or your wife, but sometimes it be certain things that I want to have organized in my house. And so this past weekend, I wanted to organize my wigs. <laughs> <laughs> No, it was a lot because I have been keeping, you know, I, you know, I have my wigs that I get from like, um, well, first of all, people, I like to change up my hair a lot. I like to wear wigs. I have my own hair. That's not a problem, but I just like to have that variety and wigs make it so easy. Wigs and weaves just make it so easy for a woman to just kind of change and switch up their look. And so, yeah, I wanted to make sure my wigs and stuff was just housed, you know, neat and organized. So I went to Target and I bought like these plastic containers um, to put my wigs in. So you ain't got them sitting on the little mannequin thing like my wife got. She got the little doll. No, I no. At first, I did. I have at least about four or five of those little mannequin heads and I would have, I would have my wigs, especially my expensive ones. Right. Um, I would have my wigs sitting on them, um, for a while, but then I said, okay, this, this is going to give me nightmares. All these little mannequin wigs, <laughs> mannequin wigs sitting around here. So I was like, let me do something else. Then I put the wigs, you know, I, have like these little plastic bags that I will put them in. Um, like I said, you, when you spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars on like hairing and getting wigs made, you definitely want to keep them, you know, you want to keep them stored properly so that they can just maintain its life and, and last a long time. So I said, yeah, let me take them out the mannequin heads, put them in these plastic bags. But now the plastic bags was too much. So I said, let me, let me go ahead and, you know, buy officially buy some containers to put them in. So that's what I went. I made a trip to Target. Of course, with Target, you end up buying all kind of other shit that you you, you definitely did not need to have. So um, <clears throat> so that's pretty much all I did was just did some organization work this well, weekend. Okay. So what else you what, what else you had going on? Well, you know, down here in the country. We don't have an NBA team. We got a G League team. So I went to the G League game this um Friday night. Mm-hmm. We lost, but we still got a team, though, you know? <laughs> and this is like a basketball team? Yeah, it's like the New Orleans Pelicans. Oh, okay, 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 okay. We got the um, B team. It's, <laughs> got it's it. called the G League, but it's the B team. I got it. I got it. I think want to say like two. Don't you? I believe two chains invest in like a G League team here, if I'm not mistaken. But I could yeah. be wrong. I could be wrong. Well, that sounds good. Um, and interesting. Yeah, Saturday, man. I, I I'm still crying now because them Buffalo Bills, man. Them folks so sorry. They can sit there and watch Patrick Mahomes come back and beat them with 13 seconds, man. Oh wow. I've been crying since Saturday. Oh, no, that was Sunday. I've been oh. crying since Sunday. Oh, goodness. Dang. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't catch up. I mean, you know, you be on social media and you see people talking about, you know, football games, and I kind of just catch the clips here and there. But 
Um, I yeah, I didn't get an opportunity to sit down and, and watch that. I I haven't even been to like a football game in a while that I need to go ahead and I said I want to you know start doing that again, but you know with the pandemic and the COVID, it's like I I'd be so afraid. My anxiety just kind of just you know go crazy just thinking about being around a lot of people like that. So I, that's why I really haven't been to like you know major functions big places like that <clears throat> yet because of COVID. And when I do stuff like that, I usually be to forget about the pandemic until I get there. Oh, <laughs> right. And you like, wait a minute. <laughs> right. I'm like around 15, 20,000 people right there. Everybody coughing and laughing and gagging and drinking oh. beer and spitting. And, exactly. oh. <laughs> That's the way it was. We had uh, a couple weeks ago, we had uh, Cat Williams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was the whole situation. Well, you coming up with like fifteen thousand people in the I'm like, whoa, that's a lot of people. Oh, <laughs> wow. wow, yeah. Yeah, some people with their masks on, some people not. Mm-hmm. So, mm. you know, it's to each his own. Is that. Cat Williams still my... funny? He is so funny yeah, to he, me. Yeah, he's still funny. And I think he might have had some new material. Oh good. Okay. Yeah, he has some new material. Oh, Cat Williams. So he, it's crazy how he he still be out doing his thing, but he just be so low key with it. Like you know, he try to stay, stay out the media for the well, most he part. Need to. You don't think he need to? I, I mean, yeah, it does seem like every time he in the media, it's it's because of some craziness. Hey, I was saying he was on triple probation. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> he said, "I want triple probation. I'm probation three different states." Oh and wow! Yeah, I, I got a ankle, I ankle breaking on both legs and one on my wrist. <laughs> <laughs> that day, fucking Cat Williams' ass is crazy. Who is your favorite comedian? My favorite comedian. That's kind of uh, Eddie Murphy off top shit. Eddie Murphy, mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy or Richard Pryor, cause them motherfuckers going at it. Yeah, you I gotta like... be one of them old school people. Yeah, yeah, I like Eddie Murphy. Uh, let me see. My favorite would probably be. Well, I always like Martin Lawrence. Oh yeah, but Martin not necessarily for stand up, but more for, of course, the show. You know, the Martin right. show used to be on TV. Um, Dave Chappelle is my favorite, of course. Dave Chappelle's yeah. my favorite. I like Chris Rock too. Um, uh, oh, no, I'm not. I'm not the fondest of uh, Kevin Hart. He just don't. He just don't do yeah. it for me. <laughs> yeah, now sometimes. He, it's funny and sometimes it ain't. Right. It's like, like he's playing a part. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh, I don't know. So I'm trying to think of like female female comedians. Um hmm. What's that later on? Some more used to be funny to me. Well, some more was funny, but I don't it's really the, see her much. A real dog skinny lady. Who used to do all the cussing and and the and the fucking jokes. Mm. Not Cheryl Underwood. It, that might be the Cheryl one Underwood. that's on the talk show. It sound like a dog skinned with the gap teeth. 
always talking nasty. That might have been Cheryl Underwood. Ain't she a... Yeah, find out who she is. Because I don't know. I think that's who it is, though. Because it was a couple of dark-skinned ones. Um, Oh, I like I love Lunel. Lunel is oh. the heavy set. Oh, yeah, she was on that. She and she is hilarious. Man, that lady got a chance. Sit down. <laughs> because she just had surgery. She had surgery yeah. recently on her knee. I think knee replacement or something. Because <clears throat> I follow her on um Instagram. But I love, I love Lunel. Yeah, she's funny, too. Yeah, all the ladies pretty much do a good job. Uh, let's see, Tiffany Haddish, she's she like uh, giving heart to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought it was just me. Yeah, she yeah, she, too she has. Yeah, she 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 giving off those Kevin Hart vibes for yeah, sure. She she's not. Sometimes. She's not that funny to me either. Um. Yeah. But anyway. I like some white um, comedians as well. I just can't, they can't come to mind right now. I'm trying to think like, I like, I'm trying to think of people, you know, that's white or just of another race that does stand up. Like most of the white people I like are from like movies and television shows like Will Ferrell. He is hilarious to me in movies. I love Will Ferrell. Mm-hmm. I like him too. Um, who else? I like um the dude from Seinfeld. Seinfeld. I forgot his name. It's somebody else. But anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. All right. So <clears throat> let me clear my I forgot to put in my little segue music. Oh, shit. <laughs> I forgot my segue music, but that's okay. That is quite all right. You got the common shit. Right. It don't matter. I'll, I'll figure it out. And, um, yeah, I'll figure it out <laughs> by the time we get to the next, the next uh, podcast episode. But, yeah. So, anyway... The big news that's been going on, going on this week is the, um, ta- I mean, the Tasha K and Cardi B federal case that has been ringing bells on the internet for the past two weeks um, that this particular trial has been going on. And I thought it would just be um, a good topic for us to discuss and just kind of give our uh, just give our thoughts on um, not, you know, not those two ladies in general, but just our thoughts on just the overall outcome of um, of this trial, as well as discuss, um, you know, what some people are now labeling it as new media um, versus versus traditional conservative journalism. And uh, what does that look like, you know, kind of going forward? So just to recap here, let's see, what did I pull up? Uh, So I found this article. I have not been keeping up with these, you know, with the whole thing, just kind of like, um, 
paying attention to who's saying what on the internet and watching a million YouTube videos. I just kind of go from here and there and, you know, I'll, I'll catch stuff and catch clips and um, figure out what's been going on. So, um, basically this week on Monday, um, the, the courts, basically, um, the trial came back, uh, with a liable verdict. We wouldn't, we wouldn't label it as being a criminal. I mean, a guilty verdict in this case, because this was not a criminal trial. So we are, um, the jury, the jury voted liable, um, on all, excuse me, on all counts, um, for Tasha K. Um, Tasha K and her company, I believe it's either Kibi or Kebe Studios. Um, they were ordered to pay, um, and they were ordered to pay, let's see, in total 3.8 million dollars um initially it was i believe 1.2 um but then they had to come back the next day to court um to finalize what the overall um total is going to be um and damages punitive damages that she'll have to pay so she was ordered to pay an additional 500,000 to reimburse Cardi B's legal fees, uh, which in total, her legal fees total up to $1.3 million. And then as well, um, then the addition of $1.25 million was added for punitive damages, which comes up to a total of $3.8 million. But if you have an accounting background, um, if you have an accounting background like I do, hey, 3.8, 3.8 is four. <laughs> I'm saying like two hundred thousand. That two hundred thousand difference don't even make it. You know, it don't it don't even matter in this case because three point eight is four million dollars either way you look at it. But it is too much. But let me just go through. For those of you that's not familiar um, with this case, I just wanted to kind of. <clears throat> give everybody a recap a short version of it so basically for several years um several years uh Tasha K Tasha K is a YouTube blogger and she had been she's known for salacious news uh so if you think about um like the National Enquirer. Remember those little newspapers we would get at the grocery store uh, back yeah. in the day if you just wanted some hot Hollywood tea that ain't necessarily, you know, it's it, you don't know whether or not it's true or not. You just wanted the tea on it. Um, or, let's see, a more urban um, equivalent would be like a media takeout. Remember that website people would go to and they would always have just made up news on it as well. So when you think about um, YouTuber Tasha K, she's kind of built her platform and she, you know, had garnered over a million um, subscribers uh, to the platform, of course, have made millions of dollars in these last. I believe she may have been um, been doing YouTube videos for about 10 years, I, I think she said. Um, but I'll say within the last maybe four, no, I'll say maybe five or six years, she really had been 
gaining more, you know, popularity, but she's known for salacious news. So basically what happened was she was told some inform some some supposed truthful information about Cardi B and basically um a health concern. Um it was herpes, right? That was the thing. So she basically took some hearsay from somebody else, began to make videos um, about Cardi B, having her YouTube videos be um, titled with clickbait titles and everything. And um, basically, you know, in, in so many words, just said, you know, Cardi B has has herpes or blah, 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 blah. Cardi B then, Cardi B then, you know, was asking her was getting frustrated with that because she was pushing out this false news and was asking her to take the videos down. You know, she was being kind, like, Hey, please take the videos down. It's a lie. I can prove them as being a lie. Please take them down. Tasha never took them down. Of course, you know, kind of why would she take them down if she's making a lot of money, you know, having these videos up and this garnering millions of views on them then why would she take them down? Cardi B, Cardi B even went to the extent of having attorneys send cease and desist letters, letters to um, Tasha K. Tasha K. at one point got on video and said that I'll wipe my ass with these cease and desist letters. <laughs> <laughs> cease and desist letters. And she Ooh. tore it up and, you know, and, you know, she was like, no, I'm still not taking them down. So I guess Cardi B said, OK, well, OK, I'm I, I'm about to really show you. We're going to take this thing to court now. <clears throat> so here comes this this lawsuit. Cardi B was suing her. Then Tasha K um, at some point countersued, but they ended up throwing the countersuit out. Now, word on the street is that. Um, Tasha K was actually offered a settlement where she could have took a settlement offer earlier on. And that may have been a couple hundred thousand dollars. She could have took a settlement and then, you know, of course, deleted those videos, those those specific cardio uh, cardi videos off her YouTube channel. And that would have been that, you know, both of them would have been on their merry way. However, um, Tasha K, you know, continuing to grow her platform. She probably has, you know, dreams of being the next Wendy Williams or someone of that nature. She's she's thinking of this opportunity as, okay, this is the opportunity for me to capitalize. Um, capitalize, you know, of course, not only off of my name and the hard work that, of course, Tasha has put in, you know, to build her brand. But, hey, I have this super global, you know, celebrity that has all of this clout you know right i can kind of maybe use this opportunity to continue to help grow my platform to to become a household name um so so when she sued me i could have the money to pay her <laughs> right 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 <laughs> so um so she didn't she never took she didn't take the settlement money and then they continued on until they, you know, had this trial here in federal court, which they have been um, kind of dealing with, with the, in the past, you know, for the past two or three years. And it finally boiled down to these last two, three weeks uh, with the trial. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, Tasha K just 
came out last in the situation and now is ordered to pay 3.8 million. Now, what a lot of people thought was going to happen and you know, a lot of people believe should have happened is that when Tasha K made her statement, you would think that maybe she'll have some some sense of accountability, um maybe some level of remorse, um apologetic you know being apologetic to to cardi um for just kind of spreading these false rumors and lies about um her health status and everything but no that didn't happen what do you think i'll say it again i'll do it again (laughs) (laughs) that's what you think you still got them. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that was she said. Right. So basically, that's kind of what happened. Tasha K made a video. Um, she had announced it, mind you. Since the verdict has been read, and she's been told how much she um has to pay, pay Cardi, she still have been on social media. I mean, she don't she, give a fuck. And making she, posts and everything. Yeah, she clearly don't give a fuck. So yeah, she, she was like, y'all don't want me to pay. I'm really going <laughs> to say what the fuck I really want to say now. Right. So she went, like I said, she announced that she was going to make her official statement. Um, She was not going to go to any other media platform but her own on her YouTube channel and uh, make a statement. So she she did that. She she made her statement, and uh, here's some of the things that she said. I'll read a little bit from this. Um, I'm looking at this page six article. Um, she said, the last four years fighting this conspiracy case have been extremely challenging. The verdict handed, handed down on Monday was no shock to myself, my husband, or my legal team. We called bluff against against a machine that wanted to bully me for not wavering my personal beliefs. Um, she continued, a machine that has corporate interests to protect prostitution, drug use, promiscuity, and to glorify the violence that wreaks havoc in our society and, and in our neighborhood. Later, she claimed in the video, um, said the machine threatened her life, calling the verdict extremely uh, prejudicial, Lord, I can't talk today, based solely off sympathy and payola. Kibi stated, and Kibi is her last name, by the way, said the trial made me out to be an angry and malicious woman. Um, and repeatedly invoked her First Amendment rights. Um, I don't know what word that is that they put in there. Positing at one point or posing at one point. My case will set a precedent for all future media. There was no defamation, no invasion of privacy, and suicidal thoughts. Because remember in the trial, um, Cardi basically had a therapist come up there um, who testified on her behalf that she had basically in the last two, three years have been suffering from deep depression. She even thought about, you know, suicide and everything having to deal with. Remind you, she she still Cardi B had just maybe had a baby. So she was kind of dealing with that as well. 
So Carla B went there. Yeah, Cardi B went there. She had, you know, she went to a therapist and everything, um, which, of course, you know, that's part of the um, amount that a part of the medical expenses that um, Tasha has to pay for as well. So that's why she brought up that point about suicidal thoughts. Um, Just referencing, you know, Cardi's testimony on that because she said Cardi has stated that this whole ordeal basically um, took her to a dark place mentally. And Kibi, right, and Kibi continued to say in the video, um, let's see, and we proved that with sufficient factual evidence without specifying exactly what that was. We will fight no matter the cost or length, even if it takes years. Um, she added that all the way up to the Supreme Court, if need be. Um, she said also that while the court did not ask her to remove the videos um, that were part of the trial, she did so anyway to show good faith to the courts. So that's kind of the gist of what her official statement um, video was was all about. Um, Tasha Kay and Cardi will be back um, in court, I believe, the end of February or March. They have to go back to. Um, <clears throat> I forgot what they need to go back for, but they got to go back to court. So with Tasha K making these statements, basically saying this machine, we don't know if the machine mean the justice system or the machine mean the entertainment industry, you know, behind Cardi, but basically she's still kind of throwing shots. She's being, you know, she's being slick with it, but she's still kind of throwing shots their way. So I don't know if, the judge and everybody may view these videos and these other like social media posts that she's been putting up and it may not work in her favor. Like they may increase her amount of money that she has to pay Cardi. Yeah. Cause she said the machine threatened my life, but she ever did it. Don't care. <laughs> she, she tells everybody the machine did this. The machine did that. Right. Call their name. Right, right. She gonna have to. She gonna have to put some names on it. She gonna have to add some names on it because she can't vaguely just say this machine. When yeah, you just have to. If my thing is this, just um, and you know, let's go into the bigger picture because you know our time is ticking here. The bigger picture: if you're gonna be a woman. And you're going to, you know, kind of stand on the fact that, hey, I'm strong in this. I'm going to fight this. I'm going to take it all the way and in, 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 in stand up against um, what you're calling as a machine or Cardi B or whoever the case is. You know, you need to stand on it all the way. Like, don't be a half ass in the situation. If you gonna go down, you better go down fighting all the way. If you need to call names, you need to call names. Put a name on it. You might as well. You might as well. So that's how you know. A lot of times, people be full of shit, man. She sound like she want on. But my thing about the whole situation. What she do other than blog? Where she gonna get that money from? I don't know because today, uh, one of her sponsor, corporate sponsors, this company called Scentbird, they send like perfumes out. They're a pretty big company. Um, 
they just they tweeted responded to somebody comment and said that her con- Tasha K contract is going to be up um it's going to be um expired I think in April or March and they do not plan on hiring her back so she's it, it's affecting her like she's losing she's losing um viewers uh subscribers from our YouTube channel she was at a, over a million now I think she's under a million um followers um, like I said, losing sponsorships. So this could, def- you know, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not the type. I told you that's what was gonna happen. Right. I don't like to kick people down, especially not no black woman such as myself. Um, I like to see all women. You know, I am an advocate for women. I, I would even go to the extent of calling myself a feminist, um, because I just stand up for women's rights all the way. So I don't want to necessarily, you know, kick someone while they're down. However, we have to be we have to be cognizant of the things that we spew out of our mouths, especially when we have these large platforms. It's like there is a way to kind of play the game, but play it in a way to where you still staying true to who you are. But at the same time, doing, you know, doing just enough, you know, that'll be able to take you to that next level. It was all she I think that. I think that if Tasha would have made her statement and would would have given it didn't necessarily have to be a direct apology to Cardi B, but just kind of show some some sense of accountability because she even lied on the stage. She lied multiple times through the trial. So it's like now you're trying to act as though you this victim all of a sudden. It's, it's just crazy when we've seen you not only lie about Cardi on these old videos, but you even lying to it in front of a judge and a jury in a trial, a federal trial so it's like she's at some point you need to take accountability and be serious you know it's almost yeah, like she just she, don't she playing. yeah she's playing i just hope you know like i said i hope i don't like to kick nobody down i don't know these people i don't know cardi i don't know tasha i'm just you know we're just speaking from a perspective on the outside looking in um but from as a woman as a black woman who you know just try to strive every day to better themselves and be you know be successful in life and and everything it's just ways to do things and i just think that it could have been handled um differently but if she does plan to continue to fight this um i would definitely suggest that she hire new attorneys because her attorneys were her attorneys practice criminal law. They don't practice like entertainment law or libel defamation suits and stuff like that. So her attorneys that she utilized just were not prepared enough, you know, to go against Cardi B and her team. You know, of course, Cardi B paid for the best of the best. Right. On her attorneys. And so Tasha need to just give it to get it together. All right. She got to do better. Definitely got to do better, but we don't want to make this podcast too, too long. So we're going to speak in the justice system. We're going to get ready to wrap this thing on up. Uh, Speaking of the justice system, what did you have to say about Joe Biden? You said you found some news. Yeah, old man Joe. He finally going to be able, he finally going to get a chance to, um, get one of the, the pledges he made to the American citizens, one of his promises, he probably got a good chance of, uh, of making one of them come true by um, Stephen Breyer, the justice, mm-hmm. Supreme Court. He's 
He said the, uh, the other day he finna retire. Oh, okay. Man. And Joe and his team, they promised us that he was going to get the first black female justice he was going to put in. Mm. Well, yeah. I think it's time for it. What you think? I think he should do it, but I don't think he should just tell everybody this who I'm going to get, and I ain't even finna think about nobody else. You know, that's that's where you get the backlash from. Mm. He getting the backlash because he said he want a black female, and he ain't thinking about nobody else. Now I want him to get the black female, right? But I think he shouldn't have just came out and said that with like black female and no other option. Right. Okay. I got it. What it, What is the saying? Go. Don't show your cards before playing your hand or something like that. That's kind of what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. See, because he could have just left the door open. And still did what he wanted to do, right? Instead of just it with the without the backlash, right? You know, now he finna get some backlash because they go. Well, like, he just trying to consider. Yeah, but I mean, okay, think of Trump. Do you think Trump would have gave a damn either? He would have said he said who he wanted. So maybe that's just a thing now with the new presidents. They just kind of do what they want to do, say what they want to say. You know, they gonna get their way. Right, regardless. So I was looking up here. I was trying to see. I was thinking of like how many um how many women we've had on the um on the Supreme Court uh seat. So it looks like we had we got three currently. We have Sonia Sotomayor, Elena Kagan, and Amy Connie Barrett, and then I believe um the other woman that's retired now that was uh sandra day o'connor she actually retired in 2006 so as far as like you know from a, a female standpoint we've never had we've never had um an african-american female to sit um on the justice's seat However, we have had women, and I be, I want to say Elena Kagan is a minority. So that's good. And then we have Clarence Thomas. So I, and you know, yeah, I I mean, shit, I think it's time. Not even that. I would go as far as saying maybe an eight, you know, somebody of Asian descent as well could be. Right. Yeah, I mean it's it's just it's that day and time, man. It's this the world and 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 the United States is just too diverse for us to to not not be you know champions of diversity from a federal level. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, that's another that's another day. Yeah, that's another topic. <laughs> so we we almost had forty minutes on this thing. I didn't think the Tasha K thing was gonna take that long to talk about, but whatever. <laughs> we have we have an, another podcast coming. So to wrap it up, um, wrap it up. You know, as always, you guys, we appreciate you tuning in. Um, you can stay tuned for episode four. Um, as always, please continue to follow us, um, follow us and subscribe to our channel. Um, we're streaming on all social media platforms. Um, 
social media and streaming platforms spotify amazon music amazon itunes podcast audible you can find us apple Podcasts. you can find us everywhere instagram twitter youtube facebook tiktok even yeah follow us on tiktok as well um yeah so until next time you guys we'll see y'all later peace out